Welcome into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. A very happy new year to all of our Into Tomorrow audience. Thank you for tuning in. This the broadcast for the weekend of Friday, December 31st. 2021, hour one of three. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. Hoping that Santa was good to you last week. Not just you, but everyone listening. Yes? Yeah. Okay, you can't just nod your head. This is radio. Santa went broke at my house. Uh, Well, me too. (laughs) Um, But that's okay. Cameron's worth it. (laughs) It's pretty much uh, what we all spent most of our money on was Cameron. And it was funny how many uh, tech items I actually got him for Christmas. You know, being, I know. Being a tech guy, you know. And he appreciated it. Yeah. I, I know he appreciated it. Of course, I, I had, we had to preface everything with, you know, Cameron, before you open all your presents, well, and there were other family there, just know that nothing that you got electronic came out of the prize closet. Because there's always that wonder with our family about, gee, did you get that out of the prize closet? Yeah. <laughs> and you'd think by now they would know better because we don't use prizes for personal gain. But there are many times prizes that people in the family would love to have something like that. Well, then we buy it and we give it to them because we save the prizes for our audience when they participate. That's how that works. And I'm surprised that some still wonder. Yeah, but thank you. It's really cool. But really, I mean, come on. It was from the prize closet, right? No, it was not. You know, It just drives me nuts, especially because Cam's always reminding everyone. Call in, win stuff. Thank you. You're welcome. Which you can do throughout the month of January, including while we're uh, doing our coverage from CES, because I'm sure there's going to be some stuff you hear that you want to know more about. Oh, yeah. So call us. And two weeks from today, if you're listening either on our podcast or your favorite radio station or the stream, well, if you're listening on the 24-7 stream, you don't really know when two weeks from today is. But anyway, uh, trust us. The second weekend of January, right? Yeah. We will be bringing you part one of three, maybe even four, you never know. CES specials. Unless all the exhibitors keep uh, get, dropping out, then <laughs> maybe know. we'll only have you know half of a CES show. <laughs> Since we last spoke to you uh, last week on the broadcast, we listed a whole bunch of major exhibitors that had already bailed on the show. And we didn't even cover a bunch of the, I don't want to call them minor exhibitors, but smaller exhibitors, because people wouldn't recognize the names or, or what have you. Way too many people have bailed on the in-person CES, but big companies like... Like uh, OnePlus, AMD, Microsoft, Google, Meta, Twitter, Amazon, GM, Intel, T-Mobile, Pinterest, iHeartMedia, Procter & Gamble, Lenovo, AT&T, TikTok, and and the list goes on. Yeah, the list does go on. So we expect that we will still be there. That's the plan. I mean, we've been double vaccinated and boosted and yeah, and, and masked up and all the stuff. Well, and we've been telling all the guests we have interviews scheduled with that as long as there's a show to be there to be at, we will be there. Yes, although the show at this point sounds like it might be six exhibitors and, well, and two other journalists. CCA or is that stubborn that if you know if they have all but six <laughs> exhibitors canceled, they're still going to have a show. I know. Oh, it's going to be interesting because we will take a lot of pictures as well. We're doing video, of course, of all of the interviews, so you can see the products that are being introduced at this year's, I love how one of our listeners called it a COVID electronic show. That's what CES stands for. You know, not consumer electronic show, which they 
they just demand that we don't say that. So, of course, we say that. Exactly. <laughs> or the Chinese electronic show, but now somebody's calling it the COVID electronic show. But we'll also take pictures of what will undoubtedly be pipe and drape hiding three quarters of the halls where people backed out. And I'll bet they're scrambling to condense whoever still says they're going to be there. But, you know, we, we joke in years past about how, well, this was poorly attended and this show, this, that, whatever, where you can fire a cannon down the aisle and won't hit anybody. Well, this year is definitely going to be the case. Well, I'm still waiting to see what uh, what record CTA says they're breaking this year. Yeah, because yeah, every year they try to find some record or other to <laughs> yeah. boast about. Usually they're all made up, but... Yeah. Once or twice, there might be something. Well, how about that? They did have more exhibitors than they had previously. Not this year. Yeah, well, they had more in-person exhibitors than they did in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that was, of course, a virtual-only show. And what's happening with a lot of exhibitors this year is that many of them that have already backed out are saying, but they're still going to do virtual stuff. Yeah. G- so, GM is like that. The, yeah. the CEO of GM is uh, scheduled for a keynote. T-Mobile backed out of everything. They said we're not, yeah. we're not even going to do uh, you know our virtual presence, but we're still sponsoring the show, which I, I also don't get. Also bizarre. <laughs> yeah, they're not demanding a refund that I'll bet you most other exhibitors are, uh, especially the smaller ones that are now unable perhaps to even travel from other countries outside the U.S. Um, and they're thinking, well, now we're screwed. Well, now what do we do? But we are going to be in each of the four halls. They're not even using any of the South Hall, which is the single biggest one, two stories, biggest hall, was the newest hall before this year's first time ever use of the West Hall, where automotive and marine and that kind of stuff. But in every day, our crews are assigned a different hall, and we're going to be doing interviews until we can't. And it's a shame because, you know, at this point, they probably could have fit the entire show into the South Hall. Yeah. Instead of spreading it all across the city. <laughs> I know. But I hope I'm, I'm knowing CTA and Shapiro. I'm sure they're demanding refunds from the Las Vegas Convention Center, too. So probably. it's going to be interesting. So do stay tuned because, of course, we will not only uh, show you everything on the radio and video, tell you about it all, but we will be doing posts as well. Make sure H and his team are on top of things because we'll take pictures of the three-quarters empty halls and stuff and post them. So you see, well, here we are. Look, we're the only ones or something. A lot of journalists also, uh, uppercase J and lowercase J, (laughs) meaning the kind of bloggers that have six people that follow them, um, have also backed out. Many, many. And several good friends of ours that are in the industry. And it's like, wow. And several that are saying, well, you guys are idiots. You know, you should just stay home. Well, you know what? We're not idiots. Well, maybe we are. But we are, we've committed to doing so many interviews. We're going to do so many. We don't let a global pandemic scare us. That's yes. right. Sheesh. <laughs> We're boosted. Yeah. Because <laughs> that matters. Yeah, that makes a difference, doesn't yeah. it? I do like what a friend of ours has said. Uh, don't catch anything except your flight home. Yeah. I went, ooh, she she was hit the nail on the head. I like that very much. So we've got to say that. Probably also when we finish interviews, we'll tell that to every guest or something. Yeah. So while you're here, don't catch anything except your flight home. There you go. And we'll start getting that out. Hashtag catch only your flight home or something. Mm-hmm. So some tech news and commentary. Then to your calls. We've got Ken in North Miami, Florida. Oh, that's nearby. Mm-hmm. Uh, standing by, a bunch of other folks. And as Chris mentioned, please make a note 
that there are so many easy ways to participate on Into Tomorrow anytime at your convenience. And if you hear anything that you want more information on, that our interview didn't answer all the questions, and of course we don't because there's limited time, or you just want to get other details or something we missed or what have you, especially during our upcoming three weeks, one way or the other, of CES specials. And by the way, we're already mixing and matching. We're going to do as many in-person interviews as we can with those that continue to actually show up, including three evening big press events. Well, they start out being big. We'll see how big they are. Smaller now. Yeah, much smaller. (laughs) Uh, But we're going to be there, too. And also some virtual, some many of the exhibitors that backed out and said we're only going to do virtual. So we'll do a lot of Zoom video interviews as well the week and two after CES so that we'll still make them as part of our three weeks of coverage. So lots of stuff, a lot of cool new consumer tech coming out at the COVID electronic show. (laughs) So we want you to stay tuned and, of course, keep an eye on everything at intotomorrow.com, where, by the way, you can also subscribe to our free once a week tech newsletter. Then you don't miss a thing because we'll certainly list the folks that we're talking to at CES that week and the next couple and so forth. And just know you can ask questions anytime. How might they do that in an easy fashion? The easiest way is to stop by intotomorrow.com and click that Ask Dave microphone. As long as your device has a browser and a microphone, that's all you need. Uh, You could also use the Into Tomorrow app. There's a message to studio button. Works very much the same way. Records a message and emails it to us. Or if you're old-fashioned, you could uh, pick up the phone and uh, hit those buttons. 800-899-INTO. That would be our digits. Yes. Yeah, hit our digits. 800-899-4686. Gotcha. You know what we should do? Cameron did a great holiday message. uh, Or was it? No, it was one of the recent segments he did, answering a listener question about what kind of games he should put on his new phone. But at the end of that segment, he did the whole thing about how to participate. We need to have our team get get with production, have them record that separately so I can play it when we're talking about how to participate and let Cameron tell everyone how to participate. Will you be sure and get on that? Sure. Don't be way, don't be looking, rolling your eyes and looking side to side. If even if you have to do it yourself, but we need that done. Okay. And I, I need it right here on my machine. Okay. All right. Because... Dave's not here! That's true. <laughs> no. All right. Anyway, a little tech news, perhaps, and some commentary before we get to your calls. A joint poll by the Washington Post and the Shar School of Government and Policy at the George Mason University shows that people do not trust many big tech companies. Of course, we've been saying yeah. that for forever. <laughs> for how long now? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Washington Post conducted the poll in November of 2021 uh, across a random national sample of 1,122 adult Americans. 92% of the individuals surveyed say they use the Internet almost constantly, several times a day, or at least once daily. Email, search, and social media companies may provide free services, but in return, they collect information to target advertisements at users. Uh, However, 73% of users, including me, think that that is an unjustified use of people's private information. Uh, About 44% of Americans trust Apple and Microsoft. Google does a little bit better than them with 48% trust. Amazon does really well comparatively and has the trust of a majority of 53% of users. What? Now, before you That's start, just because Jeff Bozos pays them off. I well, think. Before you start thinking that Amazon is really trustworthy, it's worth noting that the survey was conducted by the Washington Post. Uh, and remember who owns the Washington Post. Jeff Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> okay, got it. Yeah. Now, as far as no social, fudging of numbers suggested. No, no, of course not. No. But, yeah. Uh, now, as far as social media goes, it's better, obviously, to approach them from a distrust standpoint. Uh, 
a solid 60% distrust Instagram, 63% distrust TikTok, while 53% distrust WhatsApp and YouTube. However, Facebook is off the charts with an overwhelming 72% of Facebook users distrusting that platform. Only 72%? Only 72%. Yet they continue to use it. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> well, when you said some people are on the internet once a day, I mean, who? Yeah. D- dead people, maybe. Well, people that <laughs> log on in the morning and don't get off until, until the night. Okay, that's true. That counts as once a day, yeah. but they're on it the whole time. It's like yeah. people say, it's like with wine. If you pour a whole bottle of wine into a glass, you drink it from one glass. It's only one glass of wine. It's just a really big glass. A big glass, that's true. (laughs) Speaking of uh, trust and whatnot, TikTok is now the web domain with the most traffic in the world. Yeah. Rising from seventh place last year to now eclipse Google. That, according to Cloudfare, Facebook, Microsoft, and Apple respectively rounded out the top five, while Instagram dropped out entirely. So, see, folks are taking your lead because you haven't been on Instagram for, what, a year, many months? Two years. Two years. Over two years. So you're one of those where has caused them to drop out entirely from the top list. But TikTok, the web domain with the most traffic in the world, and it had been Google forever. Interesting. Retailers, speaking of of TikTok, as I was doing moments ago, retailers flocked to TikTok this holiday season in a quest to reach the platform's more than one billion monthly users. People are going there for lots of different reasons. They're looking to connect. They're looking to laugh. They're looking to find feel-good stories. And they're looking inadvertently many times to shop, whether they know it consciously or not. Because I know we both have been on TikTok just as voyeurs. <laughs> so I've posted a couple of things about the show here and there. But mostly just to scroll through and see what's up and, and sometimes get a good laugh. But you've, I'm sure, noticed as well as you're, as you're flipping that there's ads as well, yeah. more so than ever. And I swear if I see one more Amazon Home ad, I'm going to oh, scream. Yeah. Jeez. Just don't do it into the mic. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there's that. So we'll see what happens. And, uh, and I'm curious what our listeners are thinking about that, too. Let us know what you think. Ken in North Miami, Florida, listens to the free Into Tomorrow podcast. Hey, Ken. Just bought a new Chevy Colorado pickup. And I'm looking for a wireless camera that I can mount on the front as I've never owned a pickup truck and I find myself with the back of the truck still sticking in a parking lot. What are your recommendations for a wireless type camera for the front of the truck? All right. Well, look at you with a pickup. And I hate it when my back end sticks out in the parking lot. (laughs) And you don't even own a truck. (laughs) Not anymore. (laughs) But Ken, your best bet of course, is a backup camera. Now, there's no rule that says it needs to be installed on the back. The easiest ones to get working, of course, will be the license plate mounted ones, which will wirelessly broadcast to the cabin of your truck. For example, an Echo Master camera and screen can be had for under $150 and can be mounted with just two screws. If you don't trust wireless cameras, there are wired cameras that are very inexpensive and will come right on without any delay, unlike 
their wireless cousins. So that might be an important factor for you. Yeah, a Natika camera can be installed in the front of the car and hidden away, and you can get them for around 40 bucks. Now, the big catch there is that there's no monitor. That you need to buy separately. Of course. Yeah. Uh, one issue you might run into is that most of these cameras are made to be installed in the rear of the car where you can't see, rather than in the front where you can. Now, that means that some assume that you'll want to turn them on when the car goes into reverse. That means you may need to have the camera wired to turn on when you flip a switch instead. Yeah. Now, look into Metra, iBeam, Kenwood, and Thinkware as well. They all make rear-view cameras that can be adjusted to be used as front-view cameras. They all have roughly a 170-degree field of vision. They are all weatherproof, and they will all end up costing you somewhere between 100 bucks and maybe $150 plus installation if you don't want to do it yourself. Yeah, other than that, wired cameras are fairly comparable as there's really not that much in the way of features other than better or worse night vision. And yeah. you, you, brought, you brought up the, the adjustable to be able to use the front cameras. That's something you want to really want to look at. If, if many of these backup cameras will show you a mirror image of the video because it's mm. it's as if it was a mirror looking back. So you may, if you're going to put it in the front of your vehicle, make sure you get one where you can adjust it and flip that image to a right way around. Otherwise, you'll be looking at a reverse video oh. of the front of your car. See, I didn't think of that. But that makes sense, and I hope it'll help Ken out as well. That's one of the many things, honestly, that I love about my new car. You know, I, uh, as Cameron said the other day, being 2022, you finally have the year of your car because I had it back in early August. And he kept just was thrilled that it's not even 2022 yet and you have the car. Well, that's how new car models work. They come out before. But anyway, but one of the things I like to call helicopter view, I forget what they call it. But when I'm in reverse, or I can just push one little button, in fact, on the end of the windshield wiper knob, I push a button and I've got the view of six or seven cameras all the way around, front, sides, under the mirrors, rear view, and I can align myself properly in a parking space and... And I don't have a big SUV that the butt sticks out like Ken has here, apparently. But I can know that I'm fully in a space or if I have a little more room to go. So let us know, Ken, what you end up with. And I hope we've been of some help. Of course, all our show notes there for you at intotomorrow.com. Nothing is more important than protecting your family and property. That's why you should make a free call right now to Vivint, the number one smart home services provider in the U.S. Vivint will make your home safer and more secure with a state-of-the-art system that's so simple to use. Vivint smart home specialists provide award-winning monitoring of your system 24-7, 365 to respond to any emergency, even when you can't. And with the 4.5-star rated Vivint smart home mobile app, control your entire house from anywhere. Locks, cameras, security system, all at your fingertips on your mobile device. Call Vivint now and get a free quote, professional installation, and full smart home service for as little as $2 per day. Equipment purchase or service agreement required. Conditions apply. Call now. A smart home is a safer home. So protect your family and your property, home or business, with a Vivint smart home system. Call 800-689-3005. 800-689-3005. That's 800-689-3005. 800-689-3005.
During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 1-800-781-6764. That's 1-800-781-6764. 1-800-781-6764. United we stand. 1-800-781-6764. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to invent help. You have nothing to lose. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. Hi, Dave. I wanted to wish you, your family, and all of your listeners very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Looking forward to more shows every weekend. Well, thank you, Jeff, in Rockwell City. We appreciate all of our listeners that have sent in their holiday greetings and, of course, wishing you and yours a very happy New Year as well. I'm Dave Graveline. This is Into Tomorrow. I'm Chris Graveline, and this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by our podcast partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. Check them out if you're looking to start a podcast. Visit blubrry.com. Stay tuned. Coming up in just a few minutes, we're going to be joined by Seth Dobrin. He's the Chief Artificial Intelligence Officer with IBM. Now, there's a title you don't hear often. Yeah. I mean, more so these days, I think. But he's actually the chief artificial intelligence officer. And he's going to be discussing how AI is playing a role in the lives of consumers and businesses. And we cover some fascinating things. Uh, I think you're going to be fascinated about the things that we talk about, how AI, artificial intelligence, is doing so much these days. A lot of companies are saying, oh, yeah, we use AI for things. and But really, I mean, it's just stuff that they've done anyway for years. IBM are folks that are helping people utilize artificial intelligence in many other ways. Remember Watson? Well, not remember. He's still around. One day we'll get him on the show. That's the plan. <laughs> so do stay tuned coming up right after this break. And intotomorrow.com is where we will meet you.
Welcome back into tomorrow. Dave Graveline with you this our 26th year on the air, bringing you the latest in consumer tech products and services, gadgets, gizmos, all sorts of things available today and into tomorrow. So we want you to participate on the program. In fact, we love it when you participate. You make the show. So do join us anytime, 24-7 at your convenience. You don't have to wait to hear the next broadcast or the next podcast or the next stream. You're welcome to join us anytime. 800-899-INTO. It's toll-free from anywhere in North America. 1-800-899-INTO. Or use the Into Tomorrow app. It's free in your favorite app store. Just mash that message to studio button. And that's a good way to hear us. You sound like you're right with us in the studio. A good way for us to hear you, if you would. Um, or a way that folks are used, utilizing a lot more these days, visit us at intotomorrow.com on any device with a browser and a microphone and click that Ask Dave button and participate that way. Either way, we want to hear from you and we appreciate you joining us. Throughout 2021, businesses had been challenged, of course, to meet the needs of their customers while still finding ways to be more cost efficient, more responsive, and make faster, more informed decisions. We've talked about that for many, many months. Many businesses turn to artificial intelligence, or AI, to address these shifts. We're joined by the Chief Artificial Intelligence Officer, yes, that's actually his title, with IBM, Seth Dobrin. Seth, welcome into tomorrow. How are you, sir? Doing well, Dave. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. First of all, when we heard, uh, we saw your title, we said, we got to have him on. That's perfect for Into Tomorrow. That's exactly the kind of stuff that we talk about. Tell me, what is it that you do at IBM as Chief Artificial Intelligence Officer? Yeah, so my role is, is multifold. So first and foremost, I'm responsible for establishing and implementing our AI strategy. So uh, how we come to market with AI, how we what we invest in an AI, and how IBM uh, across the company shows up as a single singular company around AI. Uh, I'm also responsible for our internal transformation for how we use data and AI within our software business. Uh, and I'm responsible for implementation of, of uh, you know, data privacy regulations uh, and compliance with those, as well as the upcoming AI regulations. Uh, Plus, I spend a lot of time talking to customers, sharing my experiences and, and perspectives on AI. Terrific. And, of course, talking to folks like me to get more of a perspective as well. Of course. Now, I understand uh, on your site that banks will be adopting new AI-powered fraud detection. Uh, detection capabilities. <clears throat> Sorry, the throat's going on me. Tis the season. Uh, what can you share about that? Yeah, so I mean, banks have historically been leaders in the implementation and adoption of AI. Uh, you know, it was primarily or initially driven by by regulatory requirements around anti-money laundering as well as around fraud. Uh, traditionally, fraud detection has been managed through a series of rules. So if this happens, then, you know, if Dave does this, then that means it's likely fraud or not, which is not really reliable because there are things that change about you that, that don't necessarily follow the rules. Rules need to be updated. AI has been used to reduce what we call the, the rate of false positives, which, which means, you know, you're driving across country, you stop at a gas station, you start to, you put your card in to, to pump the gas and the bank says, uh, sorry, 
transactions declined, you get a text or an email asking if it's you. That's what we would call a false positive because it's it's you using your credit card. Yeah. Uh, and so AI through you know location services on the app as well as understanding you know your your history and, and perspectives can reduce those types of, of false positives. And you know we hear from so many companies lately about how they use AI and they really not do they're not doing very much. But what you're describing makes perfect sense. I mean it's actual case studies and history and actual use of these things. So, and of course, not only banking, but retailers in general, I think, uh, you know, in order especially to deal with overcoming the pandemic, uh, if we're ever going to get back to whatever normal is. Um, but retailers are also seeing some terrific advantages to artificial intelligence in the real world. Yeah, so there's multiple ways that retailers specifically are using AI. Uh, one and probably the, the, the one that we're probably most used to, whether we realize it or not, is what we call hyper-personalization, which is where AI is used to understand you as an individual, your likes, your dislikes, your habits, uh, so that the retailers can provide a better and more customized experience for you. Uh, AI also helps uh, retailers managing the world we live in, where it's kind of a hybrid, digital, real, you know, in-person brick and mortar relationship we have with the retailers. And so AI is a fundamental part of that uh, process, as well as you know, retailers, particularly along with travel and transportation, are facing a staffing crisis, right? They're yeah. on these massive hiring sprees trying to bring people on. AI is a fundamental part of that. Now that's an area where it affects the you know humans' wealth and well-being, and so we need to make sure that that's done in a trustworthy manner when we look at at those types of use cases. And Seth, on your website at ibm.com/ai, we're seeing a lot of very cool information, very helpful information. One of the things that we've noticed is conversational AI and how it'll help healthcare and insurance companies and so forth. What exactly is conversational AI? Yeah, so conversational AI takes advantage of, of a capability that's known as natural language processing, natural language understanding, um, and, and even natural language generation, which is basically where you know the, the AI has learned to understand uh, language, understand the context of that language, and be able to respond. And so a great example of this that all of us can relate to is with, uh, with CVS Health. They were an instrumental, in, instrumental part of the vaccine rollout across the United States. Uh, and interestingly, you know, not surprisingly, maybe there were varying requirements state to state on who was eligible, sometimes even county to county. Uh, and CVS used uh, Watson Assistant, which is our conversational AI capability, uh, along with Watson Discovery, which is our natural language understanding capability, to be able to help us as humans get access to the vaccine, to information, and even using AI-powered automation to make appointments and ensure that the, the pharmacies that you were going to to get your shot had adequate supplies. Uh, so it made a huge difference, and thus the conversational AI played that important role. No, no question about that, especially because it becomes a language easy for us as consumers to understand. You know, it's a whole different ballgame from the business end and, and from the businesses, enterprise that you work with, and that sort of thing. Uh, and you talk about IBM Watson. 
Almost every IBM guest I've interviewed over our past 26 years, I've asked to interview Watson one of these days. So maybe, maybe you'll be the one that says, we'll make that happen. I'm sure there's a way to do that because of AI. So we'll get them on, get Watson on into tomorrow at some point. But let's talk for, uh, for a moment about how AI plays a role in the lives of us as consumers and businesses for that matter, because people say, well, we keep hearing a lot about it, but I'm not sure it's really affecting me. Uh, and if if it is, how? Yeah. So you know, it, AI impacts us every day, almost every moment of, of every day. So you know, whether we realize it or not. So so for instance, I wear hearing aids, right? These hearing aids have a tremendous amount of AI in them, understanding the environment, analyzing the environment, uh, and they even do things like translate language and transcribe. Uh, so that's one way that you know AI is impacting us. Other ways are in retail, like I mentioned. In, in financial decisions. So, so banks leverage AI pretty extensively uh, to help them make uh, decisions about credit card applicants, about mortgage applicants, things like that. And they do that for a couple of reasons. One is in order to help them uh, resolve higher case, higher loads, uh, demands, uh, but also because AI can help them minimize biases that humans may bring to the table. Oh, it's important point. to remember that that, that AI itself is not biased. Math is not biased. The bias comes from the past decisions of humans that live in the data. And so we're using AI to actually combat that and ensure that AI that impacts our health, our wealth, and our well-being uh, minimizes specific types of biases. Are there particular industries, Seth, that you think will benefit more than others from AI? I know that it can affect everyone and can certainly help every business in one way or another, but any in particular that you think are really going to be able to take advantage? You know, I, I think, as you mentioned, like literally every industry, every interaction could benefit from AI in some way. Uh, but I, I suspect that, you know, as we look into 2022 specifically, uh, as retail and travel and transportation are recovering from the pandemic, they were probably the hardest hit uh, segments of the economy that were hit. They're leveraging AI, as I mentioned earlier, to, to help them with hiring and staffing up. Uh, they're leveraging AI to help make their supply chains more resilient. Uh, they're leveraging AI to make sure that their environmental footprint is is more sustainable. Uh, and, and so those are some some really good examples of how AI is impacting uh, the, the next will be impacting us next year. Well, Seth, you are very informative and a pleasure to chat with because we do learn a lot. I look forward to hopefully getting you back on the show again. There's so much more to cover. We barely were able to scratch the surface. Meantime, I'm assuming that our audience can visit ibm.com slash AI and learn even more, especially about the things that you and your team are working on. Yeah, and they can see, you know, we've had over 40,000 customer engagements that leverage Watson and many of those uh, impact your, your listeners and your viewers on a daily basis through the companies that we work with. So if you want to learn more about some of those and how IBM may be touching you every day, uh, go to ibm.com slash Watson or slash AI. Terrific. Thank you, Seth. We appreciate you joining us. Seth Dobrin is the Chief Artificial Intelligence Officer, definitely one of the most interesting titles we've had lately on the program for IBM. And visit ibm.com slash Watson or slash AI. We'll get you there when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. I'm Dave Graveline. Don't go away. More to come as Into Tomorrow continues right here on the Advanced Media Network.
Guys, stop putting your love life on hold. U.S. Pharmacy has some exciting news. If you've been wanting to try Viagra or Cialis, now is the perfect time. Call today and receive 90 little blue or little yellow pills for only $119 with free shipping. Why order some low-dose sildenafil from one of those subscription services when we can give you what you want now? Call 888-856-8066 and we'll rush your order, discreetly packaged to your door. Been thinking of trying something new to help your love life? Call U.S. Pharmacy at 1-888-856-8066 for as little as $119 for 90 pills. Need your package in a hurry? Call 888-856-8066 and ask about our express shipping option and we'll rush your order to you as soon as possible. Save money on this little blue or yellow pill you've been wanting to try. That's 888-856-8066. Again, 888-856-8066. Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero copays on many services, and zero deductibles. Call 800-901-5093. That's 800-901-5093. 800-901-5093. Do you take a lot of medicine or take care of someone that does? Hero is the new smart device that makes life easier by pre-sorting a 90-day supply of up to 10 different pills. Just pour them in and Hero does the rest. So easy to use and saves me so much time. I never miss a dose. I'm never late for a dose anymore. And that is so critical to me. What I like best about my Hero is that it's so easy to set up and it's so easy to use. And I don't have to worry about my pills or get distracted and forget, did I take that pill or not? Because it reminds me. It alerts and dispenses with the push of a button. Plus, Hero sends a friendly alert to you and a caregiver. Hero is amazing, but you could even live out of state with the person and still program their Hero from the convenience of your phone. I feel better than I have ever felt simply because I have this device. Try Hero risk-free for 30 days. If you don't love it, you don't keep it. Call 800-613-2715. That's 800-613-2715. 800-613-2715. Call now. If you don't have final expense insurance, this message is for you. Life Care provides valuable whole life insurance to help cover final expenses, medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance, available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. Call Life Care at 800-956-0683. 800-956-0683. This is Beth, and I'd like to remind you that there are lots of children out and about this holiday season. Please be kind, patient, and watch for little ones, especially while traveling on the road. Now back for more Into Tomorrow. Well, thank you, Beth. We appreciate that. And yes, from all of us to all of you, very happy holiday season and a most happy and joyous and healthy new year are among our wishes. Welcome back into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. Our other wish is that you participate with us and win. We'll tell you about uh, what things you can win a little bit later on. Oh, yes. Coming up. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by Autonomous, how today works from home. You can see your new home office at autonomous.ai. Jump aboard the time machine. You've got mail. 
time to head into yesterday. Yesterday. This yes, week yesterday. in tech history. History, 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 history. Here's Chris. This week back in 1940, the Federal Communications Commission got its very first demonstration of FM radio. The new medium, free of interference, static, and noise and thunderstorms, was developed by Major E.H. Armstrong. The first FM transmitter was put into operation the following year. Here I come to save the day. In 1954, this week, the duoscopic TV receiver was unveiled. The TV set allowed a person or a group to watch two different shows at the same time. It was a primitive picture-in-picture split screen that was tested in New York City and Chicago. It kind of had two different viewing angles, so if you sat on the left side of the room and looked at it, you saw one image and, you know, so... Oh, man, I am so excited. I may vomit. And some did. Uh, Yeah. Uh, In 1957 this week, the Hamilton Watch Company was the first to introduce an electric watch, the Hamilton Electric 500. Stimpy! I'm so happy! Well, the Hamilton Watch Company was happy because the watch was worn by Elvis Presley, who also featured it in the movie Blue Hawaii. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Uh, In 1972, President Richard Nixon announced that NASA would proceed with the development of a reusable, low-cost space shuttle system. He signed a $5.5 billion bill for its creation. And this week in 1977, Apple Computer was incorporated in Cupertino, California, after being launched earlier in that year in the garage of the home Steve Jobs shared with his parents. Let's get nuts! That's our look back at This Week in Tech History, brought to you by IFA in Berlin, the most significant trade show for consumer tech and home appliances. For more info, visit ifa-berlin.com. Oh, my. And speaking of big trade shows, we also planned to attend in person because tech is back with IFA in Berlin in September. And unlike CES, IFA is open to the public. So if you're looking for an escape after a couple of years, and aren't we all, then consider the possibility of joining us in Berlin in September. Because it's a heck of a show and a wonderful city to visit. And after these last couple of years, you're going to want to get out there and travel. Oh, for sure. Like, we're a bit intimidated because we haven't traveled in about a year and a half either. it's been two years because we were talking the other day. Our our last travel was to CES 2020. And then right after we got back, all hell broke loose. (laughs) And we haven't traveled since. We haven't traveled since. Oh, now I'm even more intimidated. (laughs) Wow. We hope we don't catch anything out there except our flight back Uh, i know i know i know (laughs) michael in tyler texas listens on ktbb am and fm hey michael i have a rv motor coach that is on lake fork and it's covered by a carport and the cell reception is not great or internet connection i'm looking for a way that i can wire an antenna up on top of the rv carport to increase both cellular and internet signal. Well, Michael, if by internet you're referring to a Wi-Fi signal, you'll probably need two antennas. You can use a Wi-Fi repeater and a cell phone booster, but Wi-Fi and phones run, of course, on different frequencies. Yeah, for your Wi-Fi, you may even be able to use an antenna from inside your motor coach. There are directional antennas that do not need to be mounted outside and can greatly improve your Wi-Fi reception. We've used USB antennas before and noticed an immediate boost in performance. Now, if you want a fully external antenna, you can find outdoor range extenders ranging from $20 to several hundreds. For example, you can buy a BAS-23 307 for $30 or a Moshu sale antenna for $120 online. And now you still need to connect that antenna to an access point or router to distribute the signal to your devices, so make sure you budget for that too. Now, if the internet signal you're asking about is from cellular data, then a cell phone signal booster will take care of that. 
along with cell reception. You may want to look at SureCall and WeBoost. They both offer externally mounted antennas that can be connected to an internal repeater that will act like a Wi-Fi router but for your phone connection. Yeah, and your phone will do all the work after you install the device, and you won't need to actively manage what it connects to. It'll just sense the strongest signal and connect to it. In this case, it'll be the one coming from your booster. Intotomorrow.com. Howdy, this is Ken Higgins urging you to remember that it's easier than ever to make sure your precious photos and videos are backed up on a hard drive you can trust. Keep your holiday memories safe and have a terrific new year. Now back to you, Dave. Well, thank you, Ken. Ken Higgins, a friend of the show for many, many years with various companies involved with the tech business. Many people may remember him as the one with the button Yeah, many years ago. That was like our favorite Ken Higgins line. Back when he was with Mac Store. That yeah. was always his tagline on the show. It's the one with the button. Yeah. Plus, with his <laughs> Texas accent, yeah. it just sounded cool. The one with the button. It was, it was awesome. But anyway, thank you, Ken. And we do the same. We pass on our holiday greetings for a very happy new year from all of us at Into Tomorrow to all of you. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available wherever you live or work. Text RADIO to 35000 if you'd like more info. There you go. You know, when you do call in and participate, when we hear you on the air, yes, we read the occasional email, but we want to hear you. It is radio, after all. And hearing you is key because you make the show. We then send you prizes for participating. And no promises, no guarantees, but do tell us when you do call in. Of the following items, which would you prefer? We'll do our best to get one of those to you. We've got a portable waterproof Bluetooth speaker from Soundcore. Oh, from Skosh. How about speaking of portable? Air purifier deodorizer that fits in most car cup holders. Sylvania has sent several of their Smart Plus Wi-Fi light bulbs so you can control your lights with any mobile device. And they work well and they're pretty cool. How about my love handles? Yes, we've got some custom Into Tomorrow smartphone grips. And if you mention that you'd also like Dave's love handles, we'll get you a couple of them and something else. Because they're nice and small, but we'll want to get you something else, too. We've also got from Jabra Elite 7 Pro True Wireless Earbuds. Oh, man, cool stuff. Don't miss any of our two coming up next as Into Tomorrow continues. Welcome into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. For the weekend of Friday, December 31st, 2021, our last Into Tomorrow broadcast, comma, of this year. Welcome to the program. It is our 26th year, soon to be... Our 27th year that we launch at the big consumer electronics show. They don't want us to say that that's what it is, but that's what it is, CES. Well, it's not so big this year. That's true. The (laughs) very much scaled down because big uh, exhibitors have bailed. We're still going to be there. 
That's the plan. We may be the only ones, but we'll be there. Oh, gosh. Well, if that's the case, we'll have our pick of exhibitors to interview. So yeah. it's like, what have you got? Nah, boring. What have you got that's new? Oh, okay, let's talk to you. And, you know. and there'll be plenty of uh, press box lunches for us. <laughs> that's true. Usually you got to wait in a long line and get uh, one box lunch. Good luck. And if you don't like it, oh, well, you already got your lunch. Go away. Yeah. So they're probably going to say, here, there's a variety of six different sandwiches. Have one of each, because <laughs> they will have had to pay for them. Anyway, we shall see what happens, but do stay tuned. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And as I mentioned, Happy New Year. I didn't think I mentioned Happy New Year yet, but I'm mentioning it now, because we wish you all a very Happy New Year. It is Happy New Year's weekend. If you're hearing the program on Saturday, it's New Year's Day. So we haven't talked since last year. And if you're hearing us on Sunday, it's just another day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we leave Monday for Lost Wages, Nevada. Yeah. So how's your 2022 going so far? Uh, uh, <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> A bit anxious, you might say. Yeah. Well, we're vaxxed and boosted and all that stuff. And we have, you know, multiple masks throughout every day. So you'll see them on our videos. I'm hoping we don't have to mask up during every interview, though, because it's going to make it difficult for the radio audience to hear people talking through their masks like this. And the TV audience is going to say, we can't see the person. They're hiding. So I don't know. We'll see. Some people, I think, are going to say, no, 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 no. I'm leaving it on. All right. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to expect. And not to get political, but it's going to be hard coming from Florida. That's right. Going there. It, exactly. Even though Nevada... I had to dust my mask off. I haven't worn it in forever. <laughs> I know. I, the only time I put mine on is visiting the doctor's office. Yeah, same here. That's it. And otherwise, we've been fine. Because, like, for example, even going to restaurants here in Florida, apparently COVID doesn't work once you sit down. Yeah. But I actually had to go buy more masks because I only had one. Really? Because <laughs> don't, you don't need to wear them down here. Yeah, true. So, That's true. Having to wear it for six days out there, I figure I can't wear the same one for six days. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yuck. That would be a problem. Yeah. Like poor Cameron last year, even all through school, he's having to wear masks, of course, all day, every day. But like most young kids, they tend to lick it or cough in it a lot or whatever and, and ends up like when you would pick him up after school on your weekends and he'd come here it's like yeah it's a dripping mask I've been it's with him terrible. out at the store where he'll sneeze into his mask and Ew. then kind of use it to wipe his nose yeah. I'm like, oh my god okay <laughs> so I guess that's going to the washing machine as soon as we get home yeah I think yeah. we just lost half the audience <laughs> yeah. but no 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 stay with us stay with us because we are uh, two weeks from today starting three weeks worth of extensive CES coverage don't want to miss a minute. So many in-person exhibitors that we're going to chat with. Others we're lining up already for the week and second week after CES to do Zoom video interviews of products that they would have released at the COVID electronic show. Yes. And to steal a line from uh, our friends at the Pepcom media event, out of an abundance of innovation, we're going out yeah, there. I like that. <laughs> exactly. Chris O'Malley with Pepcom, which is one of those evening press events that are not part of the official show, but they take place during the week of the official show, which happens with CES, happens with IFA in Berlin, happens with many other shows, some gaming events and so forth, um, had that best line. I thought it was terrific, you know, because you were starting to read it out of an abundance of, and we thought, oh, here we go, an abundance of caution. We're only going virtual. But he said, out of an abundance of innovation, our show is still on. So we'll be there. Talking to a, but in fact, there are probably going to be more people at those after hours press events uh, than there will be on the CES show floor at this point. 
It's, I think so. It's bizarre. But, of course, we'll also be at the Showstoppers event. We are there all the time at all of their events. Against our better judgment, we'll be at the CES Unveiled event. Yeah, true. <laughs> just out, of, out of an abundance of jealousy, <laughs> well, I guess. We'll out of an up. abundance of the flights were cheaper to go out a day earlier, so we'll be there for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, because we've been skipping it the last couple of years, because CTA doesn't know how to do an after-hours press event. Yeah. They're still trying to learn, and this year is going to be worse. So instead, yeah, the flights were cheaper. So we, you know what? We have to go out on that day. We got nothing better to do. Let's go to that press event that first night, which is, and then it's press day, and then we have the Pepcom press event, and then it's the first day of the show, and then the showstoppers. For, I'm tired already, God, but you know what? Exactly. You know, I know this sounds corny as hell, all heck, but our yeah. listeners are worth it. Of course, our listeners yes. are worth it. It's not corny at all. It's accurate. So we hope that everyone listening will continue to listen over the next several weeks as we bring you our CES coverage, our 27th year on the air, and therefore 26 years of CES coverage. Well, no, no, we had all 27 years. Last year was just virtual. Yeah. So we can't say we've been at CES 27 years, but we've covered it for 27 years. Wow. But you're right. I'm tired already. I I can't (laughs) hardly believe we've been doing this for 27 years. Neither can most of the audience. I mean, I was I was looking at pictures on the old website of you know the first few shows. You still had brown hair. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, you still had a job. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. <okay>. IBM <laughs> tops a list of the ten best large companies for women. A ranking compiled by a workplace culture platform that took into account over fifteen million ratings on topics including career growth, pay, and benefits. The ratings come from women currently working at 70,000 companies, and five other technology companies landed in the top 10, including Adobe and Microsoft. So good on them. So top list of best large companies for women to work at. There you go. If your relationship is in need of a digital detox, Kahlua is making it a little easier, or, or at least a little more tempting, to step away from the screens. Oh. Uh, they're offering couples $25,000. Really? The, the alcohol purveyor will select one lucky couple to participate in the Kahlua Stir It Up Challenge. All the participants have to do is agree to go without electronics from 6.30 p.m. to 6.30 a.m. local time every day for 30 days. Now, how are they going to know that? Because afterward, they will oh. take. They have to take and pass a polygraph test focused on their technology detox in order to get paid. An actual polygraph <laughs> yes. test? To help them get wow. started, the brand will provide a Kahlua Stir It Up Challenge kit, which includes a storage box to stash their phones and ideas for ways to spend their quality time while they're phoneless. And what they don't know about the storage box is it automatically locks at 6.30 p.m. Yeah. and won't unlock until the morning. I would have no problem. You don't even have to pay me $25,000. I'll do it for 25 bucks. But they're to, only going to give one person $25,000? One, well, one, one couple. A oh, one couple. And I guess, you know, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a huge marketing thing. But the idea, they say, is to, to get couples to come back together and get away from their digital devices. I see. Do you have Kahlua with eggnog? You can have Kahlua with anything. That's true. I mean, I had Bailey's with eggnog. I used to to make uh, Kahlua pumpkin pie every Thanksgiving. Oh, that's true. Oh, that was tasty. And we didn't get 25 grand for it. It, Not even 25 cents, but it was good. Yeah. Interesting. Well, we wish you well. Qualcomm is working to establish its role in next-generation portable gaming devices following its introduction of the Snapdragon G3X Gen 1 system on a chip with a handheld gaming device in partnership with gaming company Razer. The chipmaker is promoting the chipset's low latency and fast connectivity for 5G, Wi-Fi 6, and 6E networks. 
And they also recently introduced the 5G-enabled Snapdragon 8 Gen 1 processor, which will be in Motorola's upcoming Moto Edge phones. The system on a chip includes enhanced artificial intelligence features that contribute to camera improvements, along with improved security, iSIM support, and a bunch of other upgrades. It should be in commercial devices early this year. So there you go with Qualcomm stepping up because Intel has not in the last few years. Boy, they have really, I think, missed the boat on a lot of stuff, especially mobile devices. Because everybody's doing their own thing. Look at Apple. Uh, you know, I was going to say AMD is no longer using Intel. <laughs> uh, I don't think they ever did. But, uh, you know, AMD is stepping up and doing more with various companies. Of course, Qualcomm, uh, Samsung doing their own chips. You know, Intel is like way, way, way an afterthought. Although you did remind me of, of some, you know, of an interesting memory when we were doing a remote broadcast from some computer show many years ago. We were, um, AMD was hosting us, so we were broadcasting from the AMD booth. Yeah. And they actually came up and made us cover all the Intel logos on our laptops with tape. That's true. I mean, they weren't seen on camera or anything, but we use multiple laptops doing a remote broadcast because we bring up the guest website, for example, and another one is, is used by the producers to confirm the bookings and information and whatnot. And yeah, they actually, we, we laughed because we thought, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, you know, no biggie. No, no, we're no, not no, mentioning we're it. No, we're serious. Yeah. yeah. Please, yeah. In fact, here, here's some black tape. We want you to cover all the Intel Inside logos, which ironically, we had no trouble doing. Yeah. Walmart and DroneUp have collaborated to make the first ever drone delivery from a Walmart neighborhood market in Farmington in northwest Arkansas. The drones remotely controlled by flight engineers. Now, there's a title for you. I'm a Walmart flight engineer. It, really? Is <laughs> such a thing? Anyway, they say that they can make last-mile deliveries within 30 minutes. And the service could soon be expanded to a neighborhood market in Rogers, Arkansas, and a supercenter in Walmart's Bentonville home base. Of course, all of that means that if successful, one day you might get a drone delivery from Wally World. Oh, great. <laughs> I tell you what, that beats having to be seen inside a Wally World. This is true. If they have a good price on something that I want and I can get it in half an hour, I'd order it and say, yeah, deliver it via drone. Of course, now, I, the fact that I live on a lake, I wonder if it ends up in the lake or on my back patio or preferably my front driveway or something. The only drone I want to deal with is the one that has the flamethrower on it. Oh, that would that, be you know, that I've seen they use in a lot of rural, rural areas to sort of burn things off of power lines and yeah. clear debris. Yeah. Don't try that at home. No. Just want to make sure and get that out there so yeah. we're not tell that people aren't thinking well, we're I recommending. I don't think they're commercially available for retail. <laughs> no, I don't believe so either. But then again, we didn't think commercially available for retail deliveries either by yeah, drone. True. And now that's happening. Yeah. So let's hope it comes to a Wally world near you. And because I'd do it. I'd order something just for the sake of ordering it. But now they didn't say anything about prices for delivery. Probably because if you want, yeah, if you want it right away and by drone, somebody's got to pay for that. What's the old adage? If you have to ask, it's too expensive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I can see, you know, I, I need a new toothbrush. Bring it by drone. Okay, that'll be a $100 delivery service. Yeah, you know, for, for, for a $2 toothbrush. <laughs> yes. Wouldn't surprise me. Now, it seems T-Mobile just couldn't make it to the end of the year without another cyber attack. 
the carrier was rocked by a massive data breach back in August. Now, this time around, attackers accessed a small number of customers' accounts, according to documents posted by the TMO report. According to the report, customers either fell victim to a SIM swapping attack, which could allow someone to bypass SMS-powered two-factor authentication, uh, had personal plan information exposed, or both. The document shows that the customer proprietary network information that was viewed could have included customers' billing account name, phone and account number, info about their plan, including how many lines were attached to their account. Interesting. So let's Hmm. hope 2022 is a better uh, year for T-Mobile's security. Yes, if there is such a thing. (laughs) Yeah. Talking about security, security officials in one of China's largest provinces have commissioned a surveillance system that they say they want to use to track journalists and international students, among other, quote, suspicious people, unquote, per documents reviewed by Reuters. Well, you know, there was a time when I would say, why would you say a journalist is a suspicious person? But unfortunately, you can't say that these days. Yeah, I know. Well, exactly, whether it's fake news or otherwise. But remember, though, the time in Tiananmen Square where I was almost jailed by uh, communist China yeah, police? Yeah, I'm glad I didn't hear about that until uh, when you got back from that. I know. Said, yeah, did I tell you I was almost arrested? Like, what? Yeah. And then we had pictures. Because the producer that was with me actually managed to snap a couple of quick pictures of the uh, Chinese police officer with my passport and me standing there. So the police officer and myself are in the picture, and it was mere moments. We were surrounded by two vans with a bunch of, of Chinese police that jumped out, and they followed us the whole rest of the day. And because uh, we went into the Forbidden City area, which is not forbidden to go into. It's very touristy. Um, and we went all around and we were being followed the whole rest of the day by uniformed and uh, plainclothes police. Very interesting time. Hmm. So now I guess we were labeled as suspicious journalists. <laughs> I guess so. And all we were doing was taking a picture in front of Tiananmen Square and, and that sort of thing. Didn't even mention the fact that right here is where the guy stood in front of the tank, and you'd never ever see that in a in a search. I tried mm-hmm. um, while you're in Beijing, you, you, nothing you see. Wow, it was an interesting time. Mm-hmm. John in Brunswick, Ohio, listens to the free Into Tomorrow podcast, which, by the way, you too can get anywhere you get your podcasts, but also at intotomorrow.com. Hey, John. Hey, guys. Happy New Year from the not-yet-frozen wastelands of the old Computer Fest. Congratulations on wrapping up the 26th year. Well, thank you. You know, last week when I heard that Meta was waving off the CES and the missus found out that the Oculus Santa was bringing our sons was a Facebook product, she actually instructed me to make Santa take it back. Oh, well, at least it saved him about 500 bucks. Hope to see you guys at the COVID electronics show. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, John. Holy cow. But yeah, I I mean, even though it is, of course, Meta, which is Facebook, uh, Oculus, um, it's still a very cool device. And they did send us one for evaluation review. We've been playing with it. In fact, I have it to pry it from some people's hands, not just Cameron, but others on the staff that are clamoring to, my turn, my turn. But there's really cool stuff with the Oculus, the Quest 2, their newest device, fully self-contained. Except that in pure Facebook fashion, you know, making, you know, having to make every dollar, they sent us, they sent us, well, yeah, we'll gladly send you some codes for, for free stuff. Well, but you have to buy these $30 games in order to use the codes we sent yeah. you. But yeah, <laughs> that was a bit odd. We thought, well, how do you want us to evaluate it if you're not going to make things work? 
well, you have to buy stuff. No, we don't have to buy anything from you. That's the whole point. What do you send it to us and and then expect hundreds of dollars from us to be spent? No, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. So, of course, we're looking at CES at many other uh, virtual reality headsets (laughs) so we can talk about them as well because it's more than just Oculus, that's for sure. Intotomorrow.com. Let's meet there, shall we? During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 1-800-781-6764. That's 1-800-781-6764. 1-800-781-6764. United we stand. 1-800-781-6764. Guys, stop putting your love life on hold. U.S. Pharmacy has some exciting news. If you've been wanting to try Viagra or Cialis, now is the perfect time. Call today and receive 90 little blue or little yellow pills for only $119 with free shipping. Why order some low-dose sildenafil from one of those subscription services when we can give you what you want now? Call 888-856-856. 8066 and we'll rush your order discreetly packaged to your door been thinking of trying something new to help your love life call u.s pharmacy at 1-888-856-8066 for as little as 119 dollars for 90 pills need your package in a hurry call 888-856-8066 and ask about our express shipping option and we'll rush your order to you as soon as possible save money on this little blue or yellow pill you've been wanting to try That's 888-856-8066. Again, 888-856-8066. Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to InventHelp. You have nothing to lose. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. Let's see. Christmas tree? Check. Little twinkly lights? Check. Family Christmas cards? Check. Shopping? Uh Uh-oh. I forgot about the shopping. Oh, no. The mall. The traffic. The people. The insanity. 
Oh well, online shopping, here I come. Hi, this is Chris Graveline wishing you a somewhat stress-free holiday season and a very happy new year. Now, back to Into Tomorrow with Santa's favorite elf. Hey, I guess it's a good thing. I was talking about myself. Yeah, yeah right, okay. <laughs> um, and a little late if you're shopping online now. That was last weekend, was well, just in case. I'm the procrastinator. Yeah, very true. But at least you were right about a happy new year for those wishes to everyone tuned into tomorrow. Very happy and hopefully very healthy New Year. I am Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by StreamGuys.com, providing the 24-7 stream of Into Tomorrow at our website at intotomorrow.com. People with diabetes often have to test their blood frequently. A new device makes this easier and more discreet. With this week's Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute, here's Alfred Poor. Thanks, Dave. It's important for people with diabetes to keep close track of their blood glucose levels. For most people, this means a painful finger prick, swabs, test strips, and other gear. A new blood test device called POGO, P-O-G-O, fits in your pocket or purse and is easy to use. Just press the button and it takes a tiny blood sample. The device holds a cartridge with 10 test kits and your results are returned in about four seconds. You can even link it to your smartphone to read the results on a free app for iOS or Android phones. The result is a simple and discreet way of taking a blood measurement without any of the clutter and mess of traditional methods. The device is available by prescription or over-the-counter from Walgreens and many CVS stores. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Alfred Poor. Back to you, Dave. Well, thank you, Alfred. That sounds cool to me. And as diabetics, we should try such a thing. It just seems a lot easier. I now have the Dexcom, which gives me a constant glucose monitor. But you have to do finger pricks still. And that would be helpful. We should look into getting one of those. So be sure to visit uh, Alfred's Health Tech Insider website, where you can sign up for his weekly health tech newsletter at healthtechinsider.com. Hey, Dave, this is Joey Reynolds wishing you a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, a Happy Holidays. Uh, I love your broadcast. I'm going to see you at the CES in January, and I know you're going to broadcast from there, and you're going to be holding up all the new things. You are amazing, and you've done the best job that anybody ever could for the history of that organization. And I worked with you in Miami, so I know what kind of person you are, but we won't go into it. <laughs> okay. Joey Reynolds, radio guy. And uh, his, um, I forget if it's Facebook or Instagram or one of the things on, on one of the anti-social media that I follow him on, he's the late Joey Reynolds. Oh, okay. I guess he's just preparing. I don't I know. Guess so. I mean, he's old now. Uh, oh, God. Well, that, the, he, I owed him that for, you know, he knew he, he's worked with me here in Miami, but we won't go into that or something. Mm-hmm. Ah, whatever. But thank you, Joey. And from all of us to all of you, very happy new year. And of course, we wish you the best 
Into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. New podcasters may need some help in setting everything up. Blueberry's top-notch support team is ready to help you just like they helped us. Just go to blubrry.com. Oh, there you go. And while you're at it, visit us at intotomorrow.com, especially over the next two, three, four weeks, because we're going to be bringing you three weeks worth of extensive coverage from CES. As a listener earlier this hour called it the COVID electronic show, but really more like the consumer electronic show, even though they don't want us to say that. Oh, well, slap my hand. It's just CES. They claim it doesn't stand for anything. Oh, please. Uh, it, what it stands for this year is uh, major exhibitors backing out. You better be nice or Gary won't send you an autographed copy of his book. <laughs> <laughs> just what I don't need anyway. Uh, Apple has patented a TV with a lenticular design that can divide a screen into up to eight views. You were talking in tech history that it was however many years ago this week? 1954 with the, yeah. the duoscopic TV receiver. The duoscopic. Well, now uh, Apple's patenting this TV with up to eight views, showing isolated content to a particular viewer based on their viewing angle. The display could tap Face ID technology to determine age-appropriate programming. Hmm. Now, that didn't work for two viewers, so I'm wondering what it's going to do for eight viewers. Yeah. Probably not much. Now, granted, in 1954, we didn't have the large screens that we have today. But now with the large screens, is it still going to work? A lenticular design? I don't know. So you yeah, can have yeah. like eight different people sitting in the living room watching eight different things on one TV. I think it's just you know, yet another one of those patents that uh, is not going anywhere. They're just patenting it to say that we patented it. Yeah, so that they'd be the first. And, of course, if somebody changes just one small item, then they can also patent that. You yeah. know, Who knows? But something maybe to look for into tomorrow. Most likely not. Yeah. We'll have to see. I'm wondering, though, would folks listening be interested in something like that? Uh-huh. I think if you want to watch something else, you go to the other room and watch yeah. something else. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> nowadays we have TVs in every room at our house. Yeah. And if you've got, you know, well, we all have phones, so really you've got a TV in every room of the house. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Just whip out your phone and watch whatever you'd like or a yeah. tablet or the bathroom mirror that shows you a TV or something. Right. There are those. Yeah. Yeah. A paralyzed man has made the first direct thought tweet. After having a computer chip implanted in his brain. Oh, great. Philip O'Keefe, a 62-year-old Australian who suffers from ALS, composed and posted the tweet using only his thoughts via a brain-computer interface developed by neurotech startup Synchron. Okay, now the fact that you said it's an ALS patient and he was able to do that. All right, now I'm impressed. Now you have my attention. And I think this is a good thing. Yeah. The tweet stated, no need for keystrokes or voices. I created this tweet just by thinking it. After wow. sharing the initial tweet, O'Keefe posted seven further tweets replying to questions from Twitter users, including one reading, quote, My hope is that I'm paving the way for people to tweet through thoughts. Well, forget tweeting. How about just being able to communicate otherwise? Yeah. Whether it's a text or put something up on a screen because you can't speak, that's much more important than just a tweet. Yeah. But that's a good start. I think that's pretty cool. And he had a chip implanted in his brain, though. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, I, I've, I, I fear that's coming for all of us. I just hope it's uh, you know, past my lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> well, if that's the case, it should be way past mine. So you'll have to visit my grave and, uh, and tell me about it.
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Well, I'll be able to since you know you apparently want a, a, a Wi-Fi hotspot active at all times. Of course. And yeah. 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 Well, or just tweet it to me. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It'll be the late Dave Graveline. <laughs> Jeez. The upright and balancing Segway personal transportation scooter that came to be a common sight in many locales, we had one, is on its way out. But Segway 9Bot has many other products on offer or in development, including electric scooters. Two of the company's most interesting projects now, an autonomous lawnmower and a motorized chair on two wheels. Now, I can see where that can help. The motorized chair on two wheels can help some handicapped folk. Yeah. And I remember you know, mentioning briefly the their lawnmower several months ago because apparently it was the first one to now use, I guess, GPS to find its way around your yard versus yeah. having to put in, uh, you know, whatever they call Wires. them. Wires. Yeah. Wires. <laughs> whatever yeah, they wires. call them. But that's what we had to do. We even did that with one that we got many, many years ago to eval and review. Yeah. But I remember we, had, we, had, we had to bury wire all around yeah, your yard. A perimeter wire. All the way around to keep the lawnmower from just going on down the street. Or down into the lake. <laughs> That's also because that concerned us. We watched it the first several times, standing between the edge of the grass and the lake, which wasn't much room, just to make sure that the perimeter wire was doing its job. Mind you, this was the first time we were able to even do such a thing. So we had, as I recall, six or seven of us kind of lined up. If the thing starts heading toward the lake, <laughs> jump in front of it. That's what you want to do with a lawnmower, jump in front of it. Yeah. Well, and hit the off button. But it worked. And it was well done. But now, an autonomous lawnmower, again, if it's using GPS, and you outline much like you would do with a robotic uh, vacuum cleaner now. Mm -hmm. It maps your house, so you would probably be drawing like you had to do with the Quest 2 Oculus. Yeah. You drew a play area. In this case, you would draw an area of your yard, probably from Google Maps, maybe. And you draw the area and then keep an eye on it the first couple of times, but make sure that it stays within that area and it, it uh, does your lawn. Yeah, so it had to do with the robotic vacuum. You know, once the Christmas tree was up, I had to redraw my little uh, map because yeah. I learned the hard way when it started its scheduled clean when I was away from the house and I would get home and it would be there all tangled up in the tree skirt. Yep. So. And messing up the presents and there and pushing them all around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what can you do? Yeah. Hyundai just uh, may have only just released its first ground-up electric car, but it's apparently ready to leave combustion engines behind. Oh, I thought you meant they grounded up a car. Uh, uh, no. Ground up from, they built from the ground up? Yes. Oh, okay. I was yeah. concerned. Why would they grind up a car? No, but there is a uh, unrelated a, a video I saw on uh, YouTube of a, a guy over in Finland or whatever that apparently blew up his Tesla because it was going to cost him like $28,000 to replace the batteries in it. So rather than spend that kind of money, he hired somebody to wire it with, you know, like 60-something pounds of explosives. Oh. And they took it out to a mountainside in Finland and blew it up. I would. You need to find that <laughs> video and send that to me again. I, I would like to see it. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, poor Elon Musk is going, yeah, I don't do that. But mm -hmm. come on, 28 grand to replace batteries? That's, yeah. my goodness, you can buy a whole new car. Not electric yeah. for that. Yeah. <laughs> Intotomorrow.com is where we hope you will join us. And be sure to check out Chris's This Week in Tech History videos. He shows you a lot of these cool things that he brings us back in the world of tech history. And those things that, of course, have pictures available. Sometimes they're just drawings or like cartoon kind of things, but you get the idea. Yeah. And you put them on your Twith 
videos. I do. That's this week in tech history, history, history. And they're all available for you along with interviews from all of our guests, especially upcoming over the next couple of weeks from CES at intotomorrow.com. LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to cover final expenses such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance that's available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. The application process is quick and easy. You can even apply without having to undergo a medical examination. Just answer a few questions and we'll do the rest. With the average funeral cost skyrocketing to $11,000 and Social Security only paying $255, you need simple, affordable peace of mind for you and your whole family. Don't leave behind unpaid expenses, expenses that, if left unattended, will burden your family tremendously. Benefits include a guaranteed premium that will never increase, a guaranteed cash value, and a guaranteed death benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense insurance with a guaranteed lifetime rate log, call LifeCare at 800-956-0683. 800-956-0683. Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. To find out which benefits you qualify for and to find out if you're getting the benefits that you deserve, you need to call Best Medicare. Our licensed insurance agents can look up your current benefits and tell you what additional benefits are available to you. It's easy, just one call. Tell us the deductibles you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero copays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and we'll help you get them. Call 800-901-5093. That's 800-901-5093. 800-901-5093. And let Best MedCare do the work for you. Think you're stuck with slow internet because of where you live? Think again. Do what we did and order HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. HughesNet delivers the speed you need with the data you want and is available where you live. Own a business? HughesNet has plans for you too. Text RADIO to 35000 for offers in your area. That's RADIO to 35000. HughesNet, high speed internet available where you live or work. Nothing is more important than protecting your family and property. That's why you should make a free call right now to Vivint, the number one smart home services provider in the U.S. Vivint will make your home safer and more secure with a state-of-the-art system that's so simple to use. Vivint smart home specialists provide award-winning monitoring of your system 24-7, 365 to respond to any emergency, even when you can't. And with the 4.5-star rated Vivint smart home mobile app, control your entire house from anywhere. Locks, cameras, security system, all at your fingertips on your mobile device. Call Vivint now and get a free quote, professional installation, and full smart home service for as little as $2 per day. Equipment purchase or service agreement required. Conditions apply. Call now. A smart home is a safer home. So protect your family and your property, home or business, with a Vivint smart home system. Call 800-689-3005. 800-689-3005. That's 800-689-3005. 800-689-3005.
Hey y'all, this is longtime listener Ricky in the Woodlands, Texas, wishing our deployed troops a happy holiday season, prosperous new year, and safe returns. Make sure y'all do Dave a favor and listen to the Into Tomorrow show and check out the ITTV videos. I know it's Christmas, but if you watch them long enough, you might just find an Easter egg. And now back to you, Dave. <laughs> and Easter egg could just be Chris doing This Week in Tech History. History, history, history. It could be. But thank you, Ricky, in the Woodlands. That's what it's called. I happen to know that he's also a veteran. So glad that he also mentioned the troops. And a very happy new year, happy holiday to all of our listeners. And, of course, very happy new year to everyone on this New Year's weekend. You might be listening uh, to your favorite radio station or podcast or stream on January the once. So happy New Year today. Otherwise, welcome to 2022. We hope you're having a very happy New Year. Yeah. This week's show, by the way, is for the weekend of Friday, December 31st, 2021, because we always use the Friday dates going into the weekend. If you want to come back and look at show notes or hear your call again or someone else's call and our answer, it's always there for you at intotomorrow.com. In in case you didn't know by now, I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by Autonomous, ergonomic office furniture that helps you work from home productively. Check out autonomous.ai. Larry in Metamora, Michigan, listens to the free Into Tomorrow podcast, which I hope, please, that you have signed up for as well. Did I mention they're free? Hey, Larry. I have Charter Spectrum as my cable provider and uh, had their package of cable TV, phone service, and Internet. My son told me about Sling TV, so got that and canceled the cable TV portion of the Internet bill with Charter Spectrum. IP providers can see what you're doing, and if they're watching and they can see that we're watching programs on Sling TV, are they slowing down the Internet connection purposely? We've had a couple of incidences where my wife was watching Netflix, I was watching Sling, and just stopped right in the middle of the programs. So I'm wondering if you've ever heard of the cable companies doing that because you're not paying the $246 that you were paying before. Well, Larry, we actually haven't heard of it happening quite yet, but it's been legal since former FCC chairman Ajit Pai did away with net neutrality. So technically, right now, AT&T's broadband service can legally set requests to Netflix.com at dial-up speeds or make Verizon.com so that the page never really finishes loading before scripts time out. Yeah, cable companies can also legally charge you for a streaming package to allow you to access Sling if they want to. In your case, that's probably not what's going on. Since we haven't seen that in the U.S. yet, it does happen in other countries that lost net neutrality protections. Uh, So upping your speed might be all that you need. Um, It could happen in the coming years, though, so don't be too terribly surprised if it does. Yeah, now at the moment, the only state with net neutrality protection is California, and it had to fight in court just to keep that. So we'll see. But Larry, you bring up a very good point. So we invite others in our audience who've had similar experiences to share those experiences with us. Might be a little tech rage, if you will. Let us know your thoughts at intotomorrow.com. And we want to hear from you. Call. If you're heard on the air, you win fabulous prizes, just like Larry. And it's that easy to get prizes, to get good stuff. And by the way, we've already had several exhibitors that we are pre-booking, that planning to interview, that have promised us some 
additional prizes that we're going to come back with from Lost Wages Nevada. And hopefully, we'll have plenty of other cool stuff to share with our audience. Yeah, like if you want to secure your belongings with your finger. That's all I'll tell you. Just stay tuned to uh, find out what uh, will be given away from th- one particular company. I think I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah so you don't want to be robbed. Yeah, I see what you did there. <laughs> see what I did there? Yeah, check it out. <laughs> now, speaking of which, if you call in now and participate, questions, comments, maybe you got something from Santa that you want to get more info on, you don't quite understand anything involving consumer tech, we want to hear from you. How does one do that? You could uh, use the uh, free uh, app. Uh, yeah, yeah, you that. sure? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> free Into Tomorrow app. It's so free that it just freaks you out. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's a message to studio button there. You could stop by intotomorrow.com, click the Ask Dave microphone, or you could use the old-fashioned phone number, 800-899-INTO, 800-899-4686. Now, go back one, where you talked about using the Ask Dave microphone button uh-huh. on anything with a browser and a microphone. Yeah. So your smartphone, there you go, most obvious, perhaps. Uh, your tablet. Your pooter. Your your pooter. Computer. Or your laptop pooter. Yeah. Anything with a microphone and a browser, it works. Yeah. And we just sort of hold your hand through the process a little bit, and we ask for your your first name and where you're joining us from and how you hear the show. And then we get you on the air. Voila. You win stuff. It's that easy. More details at intotomorrow.com. Hi, this is Ed Steele from Selkirk, Scotland in the United Kingdom, and I love listening to the Into Tomorrow podcast. I just want to wish all the listeners a very Merry Christmas and have a Happy New Year. Now back to Santa Dave and his elves in the Into Tomorrow workshop. Well, thank you, Ed, in Scotland. We appreciate that. And of course, he has to listen to podcasts because we don't have yet a radio station in Scotland carrying the program. Kind of makes me want to have some haggis. Oh, really? Probably not. No, I mean, because you know what's in that? It's just, I don't know, it's thrown in a bunch of stuff, whatever's left over or something. I don't know. What is haggis, actually? It's it's apparently a bunch of stuff you don't want to eat stuffed inside something you don't want to (laughs) eat. Okay. But it's apparently a delicacy in good old Scotland. (laughs) So thank you, Ed. We do appreciate that. And of course, from all of us to all of you, very happy new year. And thank you for tuning Into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. If you'd like more info, text the word radio to 35000. Robert listens through the Radio Garden app. Pretty cool app to get you us uh, our show as well. Hey, Robert. If I purchase a cell phone from a provider and stick with them for a year, am I entitled to get the unlock code? that make it an unlocked phone and usable on any carrier? Well, Robert, good question. Back in 2014, then-President Obama signed a bill into law with the ridiculous name Unlocking Consumer Choice and Wireless Competition Act that made unlocking legal. Now, after that, carriers dragged their feet a little and about a year later finally started unlocking phones by request, or I should say insistence, 
as long as they were fully paid off. Now, that means that you may not necessarily be able to get yours unlocked after a year, but you will be able to have it unlocked after the contract you signed up for lapses and your phone is fully paid for. Yeah, now some carriers will still unlock your phone if you haven't yet fulfilled your contract, but are willing to pay off the balance left on the phone. Not all carriers are the same, though. What is a very simple process with some, in which they just ask you for your phone's serial number and unlock it for you, may be a painful and long process with others. So give yourself some time if you need it unlocked by a set date due to travel or anything similar. Yeah, but at least, hopefully, you can get it unlocked, and that's the important thing in the long run. Let us know, because maybe we can help light a fire or two. Speaking of lighting a fire or two, we trust that you subscribe to our free once-a-week tech newsletter. goes out every Thursday night, Eastern Time, and it's very easy to unsubscribe. Not that anyone ever does. Really, they don't, because if you subscribe to it, you want it. And what happens is when you visit intotomorrow.com, a little box pops up, asks only for your email address, which we don't share with anyone and we don't spam anyone. We use a double opt-in program. So you put your email address in. You will then get a subsequent email. So be sure and check your email, especially your spam filter, just in case, and click that link. Voila! You'll then be getting our once-a-week tech newsletter that has stuff like... Tech news. Go figure. We've got some hmm thoughts to make you smile. We tell you the prizes we're giving away. We tell you the guests that are coming up on the show. All sorts of fun stuff. There you go. Sign up, please, right now while you're thinking of it at intotomorrow.com. Welcome into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. A very happy new year. This the broadcast for the weekend of Friday, December 31st, 2021. So hopefully you are hearing this on either New Year's Day, January 1, 2022, or the day after New Year's, or later on the podcast, or even much later on the 24-7 stream. Either way, Happy New Year. Thank you for tuning in to tomorrow. This is the last show of our 26th year on the air, because in another week, actually officially two weeks from now, when we start our first of three weeks of CES specials, that marks the start of our 27th year on the air. How the heck have we gotten away with it that long? I have no idea. I don't have a clue either. But I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And we do wish you a very happy new year and healthy new year. And as of this moment, we plan to still be at CES. Well, we're going one way or another at this point. We've resigned ourselves to the fact we're there. We've already bought airline tickets. We've already got hotel. Um, we've, we've already booked a whole bunch of interviews in person from some of the exhibitors that have not bailed from CES. Others, including Mercedes, AMD, Microsoft, and uh, Intel, Meta, Meta, Facebook, Meta, Intel. Facebook. I mean, just a whole bunch of them just dropped off the face of the earth. And some are doing virtual events, but those that are sticking it out and will be at CES, we're going to interview as many of them as we can that are introducing new products or services or what have you involving consumer tech at the Consumer Electronics Show. 
known as CES. As a listener called it last hour or first hour, it's all a blur. First hour? Last hour. Last hour. The COVID electronic show. (laughs) Because so many big exhibitors and smaller exhibitors have said, no, we ain't going. And a lot of journalists, too, but we're going to be there. And we'll see if it turns into a super spreader event. Oh, my gosh. I hope not. Well, we're vaxxed and boosted. Yeah. Uh, all of our team that's going out, we're covered in that sense. So hopefully not an issue. And if there is an issue, it's just going to be kind of a bad cold yeah. is what we're being told by alleged experts. If it's in the worse than that, industry. we'll just sue CTA because we wouldn't have gotten it if uh, they didn't force us to go out there with their event. Yeah. They held a gun to yeah. us and said, you have to come out here. Well, but hey, come on, we're among the few journalists left that are still going. So if you want to know what's happened at CES, you have to tune into tomorrow over yeah. the next three, four weeks, because we're going to bring you a bunch of stuff, lots of videos showing you. How the, empty the halls are. How Yes, how empty the <laughs> halls are and how cool new products are being introduced. So you do want to stay tuned for that. And yes, we will still do virtual CES for those exhibitors that did back out or decided long ago they weren't ready to go to an in-person event. But we're scheduling virtual interviews anyway. Or just decided that they didn't want to give CTA their money for a booth space. Which is probably more (laughs) accurate anyway in the long run. So we'll see. But do stay tuned. We have lots coming up for you. And we hope that you don't miss a minute of it. In a brief year-end video message, Instagram head Adam Mossery, or is it Mossery? How do you say Ah, just Adam. Adam uh, offered some insight into what's ahead for the platform. He says, we're going to have to rethink what Instagram is because the world is changing quickly and we're going to have to change with it. Yeah, and they're losing people by the members, followers, whatever the heck Instagram calls them, Insta-ers. because parents and grandparents are getting on Instagram, so the kids are fleeing. Yes, of course. (laughs) They already fled Facebook for the same reason. Uh So now they're all on TikTok. So parents and grandparents are going to TikTok, and then they're going to leave TikTok. Whatever. But he laid out Instagram's priorities for 2022, which include doubling down on video. He said Instagram will, quote, consolidate all of our video products around Reels and continue to grow that product. Instagram has been making some changes on how it handles video in recent months. In October, it killed off the IGTV brand to bring longer-form videos to the main feed. Uh, However, users need to tap through reels to watch the full video. Yeah, which is kind of interesting. And I think they're still limited at a minute, two minutes maybe? You're asking the wrong person. I'm on on Instagram. And I am for the show, but I don't pay a lot of attention. Although I do see some of the reels that, that will catch my attention. And I post a reel or two, and I hope that folks following me will enjoy what I post on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, what else? Um, LinkedIn. Everything is just at Dave Graveline. One so word. hit that like and follow. Isn't that what, the, what, the, what y'all say? What is that what social people say? Is that what all, <laughs> y'all say? I don't know. Like, no, that's all the anti-social <laughs> media that I do. So no. hopefully if you follow me. Oh, and TikTok. Did I mention them? Yeah. yeah. If you follow me and you mention the show, I follow you back. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't follow you back. And again, you know, and I, like you, I'm just a stalker on TikTok, so I just go to watch <laughs> videos. But and I and I have started having to, uh, if I if I sit through an entire video and I get to the end and it says like and follow for part two, I will block that user. Really? You don't make me sit through an entire video and then tell me, hey, if you want to see more, if you want to see what really happened, you have to follow me. You know what upsets <laughs> me lately is people that that put a, a thing on there. Wait for it. And then nothing happens. Yeah. It's like, oh. Well, usually I go to the comments then right I away. Then I unfollow on those them right away. Right. I usually go to the comments right away on those videos to see if other people have said, uh, don't wait for it. It's not worth it. You know. Well, why don't you add to that? 
Because I don't comment. These Well, you should. But I don't. These morons <laughs> don't deserve our views for trying to fake us out. Wait for it. Nothing happened. But now some of the wait for it's where something unique happens or cool or funny or unfortunately tragic in some cases. Then those wait for it's are wait for itable. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure people listening that are on TikTok or Insta. Isn't that what the kids call it now? Insta? Something like or that. Or the gram? Or I don't know. Who cares? Um, or fake book can understand and relate to what I'm talking about. Yeah. Wait for it. <laughs> yeah. Chipotle, Verizon, and Nike are among a growing legion of brands tapping into immersive metaverse platforms. And by metaverse, it's not meta, the now parent company of fake book. It's metaverse in general, like Fortnite, Roblox. Because uh, they're all trying to boost brand awareness. Verizon says immersive experiences have the potential to be as valuable as Super Bowl TV spots. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think that's quite there yet. But I guess it's getting there. Yeah. Because so many people on anti-social media that it might as well be the size of a Super Bowl audience. Yeah, true. Astronomers aren't the only ones taking issue with SpaceX's Starlink satellites. As CNET reports, China has filed a complaint with the United Nations over two reported near collisions between the in-progress Tiangong space station and Starlink vehicles. Yeah, oops. According to Chinese officials, the station had to perform evasive maneuvers on July 1st and October 21st this year to minimize the chance of a collision. The accusations line up with astronomer Jonathan McDowell's conjunction observations for both days. Uh, China further argued that SpaceX's satellites weren't always predictable. During the October incident, the Starlink craft was continuously maneuvering in a way that made it difficult to predict its orbital path. Well, that's pretty sad when you have to admit that our satellites aren't always predictable. (laughs) I mean, no wonder China's upset with them. Uh I mean, it's one thing when they have to hurry and scramble and move their space station out of the way because, oh, here comes another wayward Elon Musk device. That's just inappropriate. So come on, guys. You've had amazing successful launches and connections with the International Space Station and cargo deliveries and, and astronaut deliveries. But if you're having this kind of trouble where another satellite that's manned, has to be moved out of the way because here comes one of your wayward satellites. Something wrong with that picture, and it's not a good one. Yeah, but Elon has enough money to to buy China a new space station. Well, that's true. (laughs) I mean, he might just just give them the car, the Tesla that's out there in space somewhere. Or is it now probably around the sun? It's probably around the sun somewhere. Yeah, whatever. Well, and there is that new satellite that went up Christmas Day, the Webb Telescope. It did go Christmas Day, I think it was, wasn't it? I don't know. I believe from from French Guiana, Guyana, something, whatever. That's cool. That's supposed to be now the big brother to Hubble and really look deep into the universe with X-ray technology. Interesting. And infrared. We talked about it on the show a while back, but really neat stuff. So there's some cool things happening, but man, our orbits around our planet have gotten very crowded. And especially with Elon Musk's thousands of internet Starlink satellites. Yeah, because you know, now we're going to have to go from saving the Earth to saving the the universe or something. I know. <laughs> what do you think? We want to hear from you. 800-899-INTO or visit us at intotomorrow.com and mash that Ask Dave mic button. 
nothing is more important than protecting your family and property. That's why you should make a free call right now to Vivint, the number one smart home services provider in the U.S. Vivint will make your home safer and more secure with a state-of-the-art system that's so simple to use. Vivint smart home specialists provide award-winning monitoring of your system 24-7, 365 to respond to any emergency, even when you can't. And with the 4.5-star rated Vivint smart home mobile app, control your entire house from anywhere. Locks, cameras, security system, all at your fingertips on your mobile device. Call Vivint now and get a free quote, professional installation, and full smart home service for as little as $2 per day. Equipment purchase or service agreement required. Conditions apply. Call now. A smart home is a safer home. So protect your family and your property, home or business, with a Vivint smart home system. Call 800-689-3005. 800-689-3005. That's 800-689-3005. 800-689-3005. Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. To find out which benefits you qualify for and to find out if you're getting the benefits that you deserve, you need to call Best Medicare. Our licensed insurance agents can look up your current benefits and tell you what additional benefits are available to you. It's easy, just one call. Tell us the deductibles you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero co-pays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and we'll help you get them. Call 800-901-5093. That's 800-901-5093. 800-901-5093. And let Best Medicare do the work for you. Do you take a lot of medicine or take care of someone that does? Hero is the new smart device that makes life easier by pre-sorting a 90-day supply of up to 10 different pills. Just pour them in and Hero does the rest. So easy to use and saves me so much time. I never miss a dose. I'm never late for a dose anymore. And that is so critical to me. What I like best about my Hero is that it's so easy to set up and it's so easy to use and I don't have to worry about my pills or get distracted and forget did I take that pill or not because it reminds me. It alerts and dispenses with the push of a button. Plus, Hero sends a friendly alert to you and a caregiver. Hero is amazing, but you could even live out of state with the person and still program their Hero from the convenience of your phone. I feel better than I have ever felt simply because I have this device. Try Hero risk-free for 30 days. If you don't love it, you don't don't keep it. Call 800-613-2715. That's 800-613-2715. 800-613-2715. Call now. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. Thanks for joining us during our 26th year on the air, bringing you the latest in cool technology, consumer tech, product services, gadgets, gizmos, all sorts of things available today and into tomorrow. We want you to be able to participate on the show, and you got to hurry because our annual huge, cool Into Tomorrow hot summer giveaway is ending in another week or so. So if you've been wanting to participate during the big summer giveaway because we got a plethora of goodies to share with you, uh, they're dwindling though, so you got to hurry. Be sure to call in with any question about anything involving consumer tech. Just know you can join us anytime at your convenience 24-7 
and again anytime. So don't wait till you hear the show again on your favorite radio station or stream or podcast, however you hear us. Just know you can join us at your convenience. The best way these days, a lot of folks are doing it, just visit intotomorrow.com on anything with a browser and a microphone. So your smartphone, your tablet, your laptop, your desktop, and click that Ask Dave button on the lower right. You'll see it on any browser and participate that way. If you do, we just ask that you make sure you give us your first name, where you're joining us from, and how you hear the show. Or the Into Tomorrow app. It's free, and you can mash that button that says Message the Studio. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way. It still works. You know, phones actually still work as phones. Go figure. You can call us at 800-899-INTO anytime. 1-800-899-4686. We came across a company that provides innovative fire safety and suppression products. Now, this is really cool. Here's another great example of why you need to visit us at intotomorrow.com and check out the video of all of our radio interviews because we're showing you how this works. It's really fascinating. The CEO of a company called Elide Fire USA is Faustino Bernabo. Faustino, welcome into tomorrow. Thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Dave? Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you, and I'm doing well as well. Thank you for asking. And what's cool about what you guys do is very unique. I mean, first of all, tell me about Elide Fire US as a company. Then let's get into, I don't know if you call it a bomb or what. Maybe there's a negative connotation there, but it works exceptionally well when folks come and see these videos. Yeah, so um, to give you a general idea of how this came along, Eli Fire USA, uh, my father, who's an entrepreneur, uh, has multiple businesses, uh, his main one being a woodworking business. He came across the product, uh, I believe it was on YouTube or Facebook, uh, because he was looking for some innovative way to protect his shop. Hmm. Uh, obviously, a lot of fire risk going on uh, with, with all the sawdust and things of that nature uh, in the production room. So came across the product, realized that it wasn't available to purchase in the States. So uh, the product actually is manufactured in Thailand. It was invented in Thailand. Um, and then, you know, my father pretty much jumped on a plane, uh, went over to Thailand, met the inventor, uh, signed some documents to become the distributor for the United States, uh, and then found out, you know, while he was there, that the product also uh, had no distribution in Canada or Mexico. Wow. So bought the rights to distribute the product in, in all of North America. Um, and that was uh, March of 2019. So here we are now, and uh, it's been an interesting ride, to say the least. Yes, by all means. Now, for the radio audience who has yet to have a chance to see the video at intotomorrow.com, how do you describe, I mean, it, to me, it looks like maybe the size of a softball, right? It's a, it's a round yes. device that in, you can toss into a fire, and it explodes and thereby suppresses the fire. How does it do that? Yeah, so we offer uh, three main models. Um, there's a six-inch model, and that's just the circumference of the product. And for the video uh, audience, I'll just show it in the screen if that's all right. Oh, wow, cool. It looks uh, yeah. much, much bigger than a softball as you're showing it to us holding it now, yeah. Yeah, so, so this is the largest one that we offer. It's uh, six inches around. Mm -hmm. um, it weighs about three pounds and um, can put out a fire that's about 20 square feet. Now. You know, you mentioned throwing the product into uh, an active fire. That's one way that the product can be used. 
But the other way that it's actually more interesting, in my opinion, is mounting it in uh, risky areas where fires are more likely to occur. So each one comes with a mounting bracket, uh, a pair of screws, and then you can mount it. Uh, what we recommend is, you know, no greater than two feet above, you know, anywhere where a fire is more likely to occur. And that can be a washer dryer unit, um, you know, uh, in a kitchen, in a garage, a boiler room, all those areas wow. uh, is really where they can go. I'm, I'm thinking uh, perhaps like or in a radio control room or studio where there's a lot of equipment that is on all the time and tends to heat up. And I mean, and I'm glad you mentioned that your dad first realized this when his own shop with a lot of sawdust. I mean, certainly a vulnerable scenario there where something could happen if a spark ignites and you have nothing but sawdust. My gosh, there's kindling. Suddenly you have a major fire. This obviously will solve that problem. And I'm glad to know that it is something that can be used not only at one's business, but certainly at home. Glad that you said things like washer dryers or water heaters or, you know, it gets the rest of us thinking about how we can uh, prevent a fire or suppress it should it occur. Obviously, it won't prevent a fire, but it puts it out. Yeah, absolutely. It, it will prevent, well, it'll put out the fire. And uh, again, kind of going into the actual way the product works, uh, it activates when a flame touches it. So, um, you know, there has to be an active fire for mm -hmm. the product to actually activate and then disperse the dry chemical inside and extinguish that fire. Uh, and that's the real beauty of the product that, you know, whether you're home or not, it's going to activate when a flame touches it. So there's no false activation. Um, you know, it's only going to do its job when there's an active fire. And while many businesses have, uh, by law in most areas, I'm assuming, uh, fire sprinkler systems, that's terrific. I don't know of any homes that have that. <laughs> so, you know, this is something that you can do as a homeowner, as, as a consumer uh, to have available, maybe even in a rental apartment or something of that sort. You know, you can certainly have one of these balls, an Elide fire ball, uh, just in a spot where you might feel a bit vulnerable and get a little more peace of mind. Do you find that a lot of the case with your customers is that, that they just want to know that should something happen, we, we're covered? Absolutely. Um, what we're seeing really over the last three years is a split between, you know, both businesses and end consumers that mm -hmm. are finding that safety, that, that above and beyond protection, if you will, um, to, to have this product in various different places. Um, and, and really the, the feedback we've gotten is great. And again, it's, um, you know, it, it, uh, it is able to give you that peace of mind. Um, it's able to, you know, let you sleep better at night. And again, you're talking about vacation rentals. If you're not there at the place, you know, this is going to do its job even if you're not there. So um, we're excited on, on how things are going. Yeah, because obviously you just mount the thing uh, on a wall nearby. I mean, my gosh, we haven't even mentioned kitchens, which I'm I'm assuming is probably the uh, the most common area for a home fire. Uh, yeah. You know, in in most cases. So if you have something like this, whether you're home or not, uh, the the idea is that it uh, it explodes and suppresses it. One of the videos I happen to see and that we're showing now is you've got uh, a guy holding one of the balls and it explodes and it doesn't hurt him at all. He then shows his hand and yet the fire was put out next to him. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, when you see the videos, the fires are pretty large. So, uh, you know, it's important to let people know that uh, the product is non-toxic. Uh, 
It, it won't harm you if it goes off uh, with a close activation like you see in some of those videos. Um, the shell surrounding the actual product is polystyrene, so it's just your normal styrofoam. And, um, and really uh, what it has is four fuses surrounding it and a small igniter at the top. So um, we don't like to say explosion, uh, but yeah. <laughs> uh, activa activation is kind of what we go with. But um, again, I think, um, you know, what, what we're seeing is more and more people uh, from all parts of industries and, and walks of life sort of learn about the product and understand that um, at the end of the day, our main goal is to save lives. Sure. Uh, and we believe that our product can, can do that. And and we're demonstrating that, I believe. We're chatting on Into Tomorrow with the CEO of Elide Fire USA, Faustino Bernabo. And we'll be back with much more. You don't want to miss the rest of this interview and certainly the video of this interview at intotomorrow.com. Stay tuned. As we continue bringing you further into tomorrow, I'm Dave Graveline. We're talking with the CEO of Elide Fire USA, Faustino Bernabo. Noticing on your website at elidefireus.com, it talks about uh, the different kinds of fires, type A, type B, type C. So it'll cover the typical electrical fire or any other normal things, uh, fires involving solid materials uh, like wood, paper, or textiles, that sort of thing. So you can, again, feel more confident that it's not something about, gee, what type of fire extinguisher should I have nearby? It sounds like if you've got a, an Elide device uh, that will activate, uh, if necessary, that perhaps you're covered with uh, the major types of fires. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, covers A, B, and C fires, and very similar to what a traditional fire extinguisher does. Main difference between us and them is that you know you don't have to be around to, to use our product. You don't have to pull a pin. You don't have to aim. You don't have to get close to a fire. So. Um, you know, uh, that's kind of where we uh, intersect, I would say, in, in the fire safety and suppression world. And you say uh, these days your business is pretty much split evenly between businesses and homes. Yeah, yeah. So the end consumer, uh, your typical homeowner, vacation homeowner. Um, and then we have, you know, a bunch of customers that are in the marine space, for example. You know, you hear about these, uh, you know, these boats and vessels that are catching fire when people are sleeping on board and these tragedies that happen. It's very sad, but, um, you know, we have that industry that's very active in terms of using the product. Um, you know, we have the RV, uh, industry that's also taking a liking to the product where, you know, same thing. You have these RVs that have all these different applications inside of them. Now people are living on them full time. Yeah. Um, you know, these lithium ion batteries, which are extremely dangerous, uh, you know, you can go into solar panels, everything, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, th those are, those are definitely end consumers that are using the product. And then, you know, the other split is, is our business to business, uh, customers where, you know, for example, we have a, a renewable energy company, uh, that's mounting the product in the, um, the wind turbines. So you're talking about a wind turbine, 200 feet off the ground. Uh, you know, there's a, believe it's a six by eight. Uh, room at the top there uh, where the wind turbine is, where there's a huge transfer of uh, electricity. And, and, you know, that customer in particular is mounting it, the product inside of that compartment. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, because yeah. we've seen yeah. videos of wind turbines way up there that are catching fire for whatever reason. And you think, well, how are they going to put that out? You know, I can see a fire department respond. They can't reach it with ladders or even hose. And But there you go. Perfectly good example. And your timing is impeccable because right as you said, it's good for boats and vehicles and that sort of thing. Our guys in the control room are holding up a sign to me through the window. Boats, cars, question mark. Uh, and it seems like any kind of confined space. Base, it's going to do the job. What about airplanes? You mentioned, you know, you mentioned the, the batteries that tend to explode. We hear about those things all the time, too. Yeah, I will say that we have had a couple um, airliners purchase the product, uh, one of them being United, but they weren't using the product in the actual plane. They were using the product in um, a device that actually cleans the plane when they're grounded. Uh-huh. So uh, now, you know, whether or not we get to a, a place where this product can be mounted while a, a plane is, you know, traveling at 30,000 feet is, is another story. But, but um, you know, it, it could work. Uh, that, that's not one of our customers just yet, but yeah. uh, we'll see where it goes. Well, and I, again, I'm not going to use the term explode. Uh, I didn't just <laughs> say that. Uh, but when it activates, how soon does it activate? You mentioned that once a flame touches the ball, uh, I guess this uh, styrofoam surrounding area melts and then triggers these sensors that you have. So how long does that take uh, should a fire begin? It's roughly three to five seconds, so wow. almost immediately. Yeah. So uh, fairly quickly and, and uh, you know, it'll, it'll do its job, so. And will these uh, balls uh, last a while? And is it something you have to change out? Like every year you've got to recharge a fire extinguisher? How does that work? So there's no maintenance cost. Um, you know, the balls last between seven to 10 years in terms of their shelf life. Oh. And, you know, we as a company uh, warranty the products up to five years. So anything, any defect, which, you know, I can tell you right now, we've never had anybody send one back. Uh, you know, we will replace them. No questions asked. Good. Well, now the important part is how much are they? Uh, you say they are available currently at elidefireus.com and probably other places. If if they're smart, they're going to carry these devices uh, from you. Uh, but what are we talking cost-wise and, and maybe even in a typical home, how many should someone have? Yeah. So when we're talking about uh, retail cost, you're looking at $120 uh, for the larger product, the six-inch device. Uh, and then we're moving over to the four-inch which is $95. Uh, and then really, it all depends on, uh, in terms of how many places you'd like to mount the product in, it really depends on the, the layout of the home, the layout of the vehicle. Um, you know, there, I, I think there can be never never be enough of these. Uh, you know, in my apartment, I have one, you know, as we're working from home a lot of the time now, uh, by a power strip next to my computer. So just in case uh. the, the surge protector doesn't work, um, so, uh, it really just depends on the individual. Gotcha. I don't think you could have, been, uh, too many, I would say. Oh, that's true. I mean, it's, it's like insurance, you know, you hope you don't ever need it, but you sure want to have it, uh, because Absolutely. just in case, uh, and this not only is insurance, but also some peace of mind, should it happen, should a fire start, the idea is to suppress it as quickly as possible. And I think three to five seconds is pretty good uh, <laughs> that you're able to do that. And you say that it won't harm a human, uh, in, in terms of if somebody's nearby and a fire has started, you know, I mean, obviously you want to get out, but the fact is if this does the job, it hopefully puts it out right away. Yeah. And that's the great thing about our products. Um, you know, they're, 
very safe to be used. Uh, I know that when you see some of the, the videos, they might be, uh, I don't know if the right word is over the top or, you know, you see these huge fires, yeah. uh, think that there's a lot of danger, but, but our products are not dangerous at all, which is, which is really great and eco-friendly as well. So at the end of its uh, life cycle, you can cut the product in half, and, uh, use the, the dry chemical inside, which is monoammonium phosphate actually as a fertilizer. So, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, no worries about getting the powder, uh, in your eyes during activation, uh, there, there's no issue whatsoever. Good. So if you're a gardener, then you can use it uh, at, at the end of its shelf life and replace it, but then use it in the garden. <laughs> so there Absolutely. you go. Uh, uh, Faust, where do you see Elide headed in the next few years as we go further into tomorrow? Are, are you planning other sizes or other devices or other types of things to help suppress fire in home and business? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, everything that you just mentioned, uh, we, we can kind of go into. But but mo most importantly, I believe, is continuing to spread our message that this product is available. Um, it's an above and beyond protection. We're not telling you to get rid of your fire extinguisher. Oh, uh, this not. should be used hand, hand in hand. Um, and, you know, further than that, I think the deployment of the device, where now we're talking about throwing it into an active fire or mounting the product, uh, we have spoken to some people in the drone industry where maybe we can deploy the product through drone technology uh, and kind of go down the rabbit hole in terms of potentially using this device to um, uh, eliminate forest fires. I mean, that's that's oh, a big wow. goal for us. And we're, we're a few years out, I would say, but uh, very we're having very exciting conversations with the uh, drone manufacturers and, and drone companies that uh think there could be some use case when it comes to eliminating forest fires. Oh, for sure. And, and certainly would need a bigger one than just six inches, but you're on the right track there. And I can imagine forestry officials wanting to work with you uh, to be able to do something like that as well and nip things in the bud uh, much sooner than they're able to in many cases. So uh, keep up the good work. And uh, Faust, we appreciate you spending a few minutes with us, especially as CEO of Elide Fire US. Dot com. Of course, we'll get you to his website when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. A pleasure chatting with you, and we look forward to more coming from you guys in the near future. I appreciate it, Dave. Thanks for having me. Again, our pleasure. EliDefireUS.com. And of course, as always, with all of our guests, we'll get you there. Just visit us at intotomorrow.com. Check out this video for sure. You know, we do video of all of our guests. This one is extra fascinating, if you will. You'll be able to see how this works and what Faust and his team are up to on a regular basis. I'm Dave Graveline. Into Tomorrow continues. Stay tuned right here on the Advanced Media Network. LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to cover final expenses such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance that's available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. The application process is quick and easy. You can even apply without having to undergo a medical examination. Just answer a few questions and we'll do the rest. With the average funeral costs skyrocketing to $11,000 and Social Security only paying $255, you need simple, affordable peace of mind for you and your whole family. Don't leave behind unpaid expenses, expenses that, if left unattended, will burden your family tremendously. Benefits include a guaranteed premium that will never increase, a guaranteed cash value, 
value and a guaranteed death benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense insurance with a guaranteed lifetime rate log, call LifeCare at 800-956-0683. 800-956-0683. 800-956-0683. Do you take a lot of medicine or take care of someone that does? Hero is the new smart device that makes life easier by pre-sorting a 90-day supply of up to 10 different pills. Just pour them in and Hero does the rest. So easy to use and saves me so much time. I never miss a dose. I'm never late for a dose anymore. And that is so critical to me. What I like best about my Hero is that it's so easy to set up and it's so easy to use. And I don't have to worry about my pills or get distracted and forget, did I take that pill or not? Because it reminds me. It alerts and dispenses with the push of a button. Plus, Hero sends a friendly alert to you and a caregiver. Hero is amazing, but you could even live out of state with the person and still program their Hero from the convenience of your phone. I feel better than I have ever felt simply because I have this device. Try Hero risk-free for 30 days. If you don't love it, you don't keep it. Call 800-613-2715. That's 800-613-2715. 800-613-2715. Call now. During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 1-800-781-6764. That's 1-800-781-6764. 1-800-781-6764. United we stand. 1-800-781-6764. Hi, this is Bob from Anchorage, Alaska. Wanted to wish everyone a fantastic holiday. It's 10 below here, so I'm trying to keep warm by listening to Inu Tomorrow. I recommend you do the same. Back to you, Dave. Well, thank you, Bob. In Alaska, wow, 10 below. It's, I think, I want to say 81. I was going to say it's 10 below 90 here. <laughs> 10 <laughs> below 90, yeah. Wow. Well, that's because we're in Miami, and Bob's way up there. In Alaska. God, I loved Alaska. I've visited only once. Never even had a chance to visit our two affiliates that are in Alaska. But I want to go back to Alaska, and I want to visit the radio stations that carry into tomorrow. Yeah, we left your mom there. We did. <laughs> well, we did. She always wanted to go on an Alaskan cruise. And the last many years of her life, she kept talking about that. And then she wasn't well enough to go. And then we all felt guilty. And we had an idea. We thought, you know what? Then let's the family take an Alaskan cruise and spread her ashes on a glacier, which is she always wanted to see a glacier. Which she, she either is up in heaven thinking, that's the sweetest thing they did, or I can't believe those dumb butts waited until I was dead to go. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, knowing mom, probably the former, because she was always very Well, she sweet. would have said the former, probably thought, thought the latter. The latter. <laughs> yeah, very true. But, yeah, I mean, so you and at the time your wife uh, spread her on a big rock overlooking a beautiful glacier. 
And I think my sister, uh, who was very concerned, uh, don't just throw her off the boat, because remember, mom couldn't swim. <laughs> so we didn't do that. But then uh, my sister did something else with like on a little grassy area, but overlooking a different glacier or something. And not to outdo you guys, but I, I pre-thought about this anyway. I had to do something a little different. So I rented a helicopter and flew out to the middle of the Mendenhall Glacier. Big one. The big one out there that's moving like an inch every 20 years. I don't know, whatever. And spread my portion of her ashes on the glacier. And she swirled. She used to love to dance. So she swirled like she was dancing in the wind and left her on that glacier. And then the people running the helicopter thing, tour, whatever... That we get back and the the girls were all crying, saying how sweet that was, and oh my gosh, that's so memorable. And we're showing pictures that we took and and how we did that, and said, oh my gosh, yes, it looks like she's dancing on the glacier. That was so sweet. And so, oh good. So do I still have to pay for the helicopter? Um, yes. Okay. Well, that was that was harsh, but <laughs> but anyway, yes, we left mom on a glacier. Holy cow, we got into that. Uh, by the way, did I ever mention welcome back into tomorrow? I'm Dave Graveline. And I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. You don't need to be tech savvy to record and publish your own podcast. It'll be easy for most Into Tomorrow listeners. They have plans starting at just $12 a month. Go to blubrry.com. Blueberry without the ease. Very easy to remember that way. Here's Chris Grave line. Line, 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 line history, line, history, line, history line, IFA history. history. In 1935, at the 12th Big German Radio Show, or IFA as it's named today, the public for the first time had the chance to compare TV sets. In a dedicated television street, six companies presented no less than 20 different models. Two stations made live broadcasts in UHF from the show floor. But the exhibit hall caught fire, and transmitters, as well as the TV sets, many of them still prototypes, were burned to ashes. I know nothing. Nothing. So these IFA updates aren't always very happy ones. but I, they, I know, but it's still IFA history. Yeah. Yeah. That's this week's IFA update brought to you by Messe Berlin. Be sure to visit ifa-berlin.com. There you go. James is calling in using the Ask Dave button. It's got a little microphone on it, too, on the right side, or in some cases, depending on your browser, the lower right, but easily spotted. A red microphone with Ask Dave at intotomorrow.com. Hey, James. I want to know about aluminum battery technology. I heard that a uh, university in California says that aluminum battery technology is far better than any type of batteries we have now. Well, James, it's just not around, and it may never be. So don't worry too much about it for the time being. Now, at the moment, that and graphene are nothing but possible technologies that may be used in a few decades, but for the moment are just the subject of very interesting academic papers. Yeah, the biggest advantages of aluminum ion batteries over lithium ion batteries are weight. They're lighter and aluminum is less likely to catch fire violently and quickly the way lithium ion batteries sometimes do. Yeah, oops. Yeah, now that last part is not that big a deal in applications like phones, but it's a much bigger deal on modern planes, electric cars, and other uses that require much larger and much more dangerous batteries. Um, If you've heard about the Teslas that catch on fire every now and then and can't be put out for hours, this type of battery would be less prone to that problem. 
Uh, also, all other hybrids and electric cars seem less prone to that, too. So we wouldn't make Tesla our first option. Yeah. Now, the, downs- the downside of aluminum-ion batteries is that their shelf life would be much shorter. And in the real world, that's a problem for virtually all of the major applications that would benefit from this type of battery. But it's literally into tomorrow, not around the corner either. Right? Yeah. I, that, that, was that what you were going to say? exactly what I was going to say. Oh, you had a look Something on your to, face of like... But then, uh, but then you stole my thunder. Well, I'm the host. Something to stay in, stay tuned into tomorrow for. Dot com. Yeah. This holiday season, don't forget what it's really about. Peace on Earth, quality time with family, and Christmas cookies. Eh, who am I kidding? It's all about the toys. Oh, and of course, baby Jesus. So, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from all of us at Into Tomorrow. Now, back to the guys. Well, thank you, Cameron. How appropriate that he would be the last one to do a holiday greeting on the last show from Into Tomorrow. Or the first show of the year you know, for 2021. Yes, but it's the but, show for the weekend of December 31st, right. 2021. So it's the first show of 2022. Right. But yeah, yeah. Depending on when you're hearing it, it's either the last show of 2021 or the first show of 2022. Okay. Whatever. But it's nice okay. that we hear from yeah. Cameron. And we agree with him and share his same message to everyone tuned into tomorrow. A very happy New Year. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live or work. If you want more information, text the word radio to 35000. Hans in Tyler, Texas, listening on KTBB. Welcome Into Tomorrow. Congratulations. Everything I have in my house is Apple. I have my uh, Apple Mac. I have my iPhone. I have Apple TV. Sorry. I only have a mobile hotspot. So I tried to stream from my iPhone uh, in screen mirroring to watch a movie. And the movie will only play with the phone upright. When I try to go full screen and turn the phone sideways, everything goes black. Mm -hmm. This has been going on for a while. Also, sometimes I have trouble pairing my phone with my Apple TV. Wow, Hans, that sounds like an app restriction or a bug. Uh, Some apps actively block mirroring of movies. For example, Netflix will let you browse movies in portrait mode while mirroring to a TV. But as soon as the movie starts playing in landscape mode and full screen, you'll get a pop-up that reads, please use Netflix app on your TV. There are other apps that have similar restrictions, but may, for example, just show a blank screen on the TV and allow the audio to play. There's not much you can do in those cases other than see if the apps have an Apple TV variant uh, that the app's maker is happy to let you use in place of mirroring. Yeah. Now, the pairing issue is not surprising to us. What's surprising is that it's been working normally without a router. Usually that causes issues. So your hotspot must be doing some kind of basic routing. The most likely solution is to refresh the network addresses of both devices in settings when they can't see each other. Yeah, the first one we'd check is the Apple TV. It's built to assume an active network connection 99% of the time, so it may be the slowest one to refresh its network when the connection is lost. Yeah, good luck, Hans. Let us know what works for you. And more info for all of you at intotomorrow.com. Happy New Year! Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. 
to participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7. Use our free Into Tomorrow app for your iPhone, Android, and Netbooks. Available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. Tomorrow.